Stormester skal finde den mindst udulige ah! af de mest udulige. Han magler færdefærdig. <laughs> Sammen to papkasser. Åh oh, nej, Mark. Må jeg ikke ringe til min mor? Stormester. En chance til. Det er ikke på nogen måde behageligt. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Du lytter til NBA-podcasten fra TV2 Sport. Velkommen til NBA-podcasten fra TV2 Sports. Mit navn er Thomas Bilde, og det er en specialudgave af denne podcast. En spiller, vi har talt meget om de seneste par år, er Devon Akun Pazil. Først, da han underholdte os alle med sit spil hos Bakken Bears, og i indeværende sæson, efter han brød muren og blev den første spiller til at tage springet fra dansk basketball til NBA. Devon Akun Bersel er på en two-way contract, altså en kontrakt, hvor han kan bruges både i NBA og G-League, altså NBA's udviklingsliga. Kontrakten er underskrevet, han har været i aktion, han har sågar både dunket, scoret og hvad der dertil hører, hvis man vil sige, at man har spillet i NBA. Men hvordan er det så? Og hvordan har han det? Og hvordan ser det ud fremadrettet for Akun Bersel? Det får jeg en snak med ham om i denne podcast. Ja, vi snakker også om andet. Som for eksempel, hvad taler man egentlig om på sidelinjen i løbet af en kamp? Og hvem har han trash-talket? Og hvem holder han sig fra i den kategori? Efter 33 dage i NBA hos topholdet Denver Nuggets er det, hvor Akun Bersel dog netop blevet sendt ned i G-League for en stund. Her, hvor vi taler med ham, har han netop spillet sin første kamp for Delaware Bluecoats. Og inden jeg trykker på play, vil jeg selvfølgelig gerne bede dig om at smide os en kommentar, hvis det her det er noget, du gerne vil have mere af. Giv os et like på Soundcloud eller en topvurdering på iTunes. Det lyder kliché, men tro mig, når jeg siger, at det hjælper i det lange løb i jagten på at få lavet flere NBA-podcast. Så gør, hvad du kan. Del, like, subscribe, og så bukker vi og siger tak. Og lad os så få det sat i gang. Her er det den tidligere bakken bærespiller Devorna Kuhn Bersel med på telefon fra USA om starten på sin karriere i NBA. God fornøjelse. Kan du svare igen? MVP'en tryller. Ja, han gør det. Ja, ja, ja. Det regner i NBA-finalen. 
Devon Akumprasel. You made it from Denmark to the NBA. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Um, it's kind of different. Um, not too many people make it from Denmark to the NBA, but it's been a great journey. I mean, I worked really hard for it, and I appreciate what everybody did and backing for me to help me get here. So it's been real fun so far. But not many people have made it, you say. I mean, I can tell you no one has made it from Denmark to the NBA. Pete Philo claims, a former Bakken player, he won the first national championship with Bakken in the 90s when they won it there. He claims he was the first guy to make an NBA, but he made it as a as a scout and as a, what do you call it, advisor on some of the boards. No one has ever made it from playing in Denmark and going in and playing in the NBA as you've done this year. So, uh, so congrats. I mean, that must have been... Uh, I don't even know how big that would be for for a guy. Can you describe uh, what happened in uh, in that summer when the contract with Back and Bears was out, and that you decided to or had the opportunity to go play summer league? What happened? Um, like I kind of knew like ahead of time, like before the summer summer even hit, that I'll be playing with the Nuggets mm-hmm. for summer league, but I didn't know that um, after my summer league. After the way I performed in summer league, I was just kind of waiting to see like where I would end up, and I was looking to come back to Europe, maybe to go to like Spain or something like that. And then the Nuggets came to me and offered me a two-way contract, and I was thinking like I'm 25, I think it'd be a great uh, opportunity for me to try to still make the league because that always been my dream. And I took I took the two-way contract, and I mean it was it's a blessing. I can't. I'm not even, like, I can't say that I'm, like, just excited or, like, I mean, I worked hard for it. So it's, like, um, I wasn't really surprised that I, I made, that I got the two-way contract. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I just try to make the best out of it. I mean, and then when I play with the Nuggets, I don't play that much. But when I do, I'm pro- productive and efficient. But but so, it, I mean, is the, it is that role. It is that role coming in and trying to to – you know, make your own, make your name, and and be a part of the team. And and I'm I'm honestly I'm sitting here on the news, and I'm saying, hey, this is the first time a Danish guy or a guy from Denmark. We're claiming you as a Dane now, by the way, uh, but but a guy from Denmark has made it uh, to the NBA. But at first, we were discussing: Have you made it to the NBA when you sign a contract, when you step on the floor as a NBA guy in the summer league, or when you're on the floor in the NBA, or when you make your first basket, when, in your mind, were you an NBA guy? Uh, I'll say when I signed the contract. Okay. I mean, it felt good. It felt good to sign the contract, get my first bucket, and all that stuff. But when I signed the contract, I, I officially said that I'm a, I'm an NBA player. Did you I sleep mean, that night? It felt good. It feels good. Yeah, I sleep every night very well. <laughs> I, I don't know what I would be doing, man. I mean, my heart would be pumping. I'd be all over the place if, uh, I mean, a dream like that came true. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely big time. I mean, my family and everyone's proud of me. And I appreciate the support from you guys in Denmark and everyone else that supported me. But Devon, uh, what happened in those two years uh, in Bach and Bears? Did they? I mean, were you already NBA ready, or was that actually uh, was that actually the right stepping stone for you to improve and get ready to be an NBA player? 
Uh, I think it was the right stepping stone. I mean, Coach Witch put me, like, in a great situation mm-hmm. where I could um, showcase what I can do. And I felt like I had to translate to, like, the NBA game, like the way I played my first two years in Denmark. I mean, coming out of college, of course, I felt like I could play in the NBA. But after talking with my agent and my family and stuff, like, Denmark was, like, the perfect move for me to for me to make to actually get to the NBA. Mm-hmm. But, and but, I kind of didn't, like, look at the situation of me being in Denmark, like, oh, I'm going to the NBA next year. I kind of just, like, kept playing the way I was playing and, and everything just, like, fell in place. So it was, like, perfect. But honestly, I mean, because it's never happened before, and when I heard you say, I'm going to the NBA, I'm dreaming of it, I'm I'm just saying, oh, here goes another one. He's one of those, another American guys who's got, the, I mean, big dreams. And, of course, you guys got big dreams. You got to have it. But... I mean, the whole difference is here. You made it. So you can just say, shut up, Thomas. <laughs> Look at me. I'm right here. I'm on the sidelines. I'm doing it. I mean, I, I I, don't understand. I'm not sure you understand how big this is actually for Danish basketball as well. I mean, you give people dreams, but you're also helping out back and Bears now in recruitment and the Danish league in recruitment saying you can actually make it from Denmark to uh, to the NBA. It's, uh, it's, it's quite an unreal scenario, actually. Right, no, I agree with you all the way. Um, it, it's definitely different. I mean, my agent talks to me about it all the time. Like, because sometimes I'm kind of down on myself because I don't play. Mm-hmm. I don't play as much when I'm up with the Nuggets, so it, it kind of like messes with my confidence and stuff. And and my agent always tells me like, you got to remember, you came from Denmark to the NBA. Like, you just got to wait your turn, and eventually everything will fall in place. So. Yeah. That, that first year you have you, oh, you signed with Bakken for a one year contract uh and then mm-hmm. you decided not mid season but late in that first season that you're actually going to stay another year instead of going out to another european club uh i mean look at you now it it seems like the right uh, decision but what was weighing in on those decisions at that time uh what made you want to stay for another year um i think the main thing was Um, how disappointed I was with like our Champions League performance, and I wanted to like redeem myself. Mm-hmm. And then um, just the, the environment and how much like they showed love, like Pelos and and Coach Witch and Matias and everybody. Like I just I just felt like um, I was like welcome there. Like it was like the perfect situation, and they they like appreciated me just as much as I appreciated them. And just me signing back. I felt like it was like a, the perfect decision for me, and then they brought some good guys to to actually help out the second year, and we did pretty good. Right, yeah, for you you did great. Have you seen them this year? Have you followed Bach and Bears a little bit this year? I watched maybe three games this year, the FIBA games. Oh, they've been killing it. I mean, they're on a different level. Uh, not, I'm not saying they're better, but they should be in the Champions League. Uh, the level is is they're doing really good. So you started it, man. You got that ball rolling. You guys, uh, it's so fun to watch. But uh, Devon, there's so many there's so many questions here, uh, and I know we don't have that much time, but uh, I, I we we got to talk about making this NBA thing. Three games in. Uh, you're sitting on the sidelines, uh, can't really, uh, you know, get uh, get in the game. Then that finally happens. You finally get in the game. Talk to me about that when you first got your name called. Even though it's late in the game, doesn't matter. You got your name called. You got in. Got some minutes. How was that? It was. It was good. I mean, it always feels good. I mean, I, I'm kind of like 
pouting a little bit on the bench because I'm not in, but I'm also cheering for my teammates because I want to do whatever it takes to win. And the thing with me is if I don't play and we win, like, I'm okay. Mm -hmm. But if we lose and I don't play, like, I'll be pissed off. (laughs) If that makes sense. Oh, it makes perfect sense, yeah. So so that's that's the kind of the up and down thing with me, like, sitting on the bench because I feel like I can help when we do lose. And other than that, like, it's just, it's a great feeling. I mean, it feels great to say that I'm in the NBA, but I actually don't really count it in a way because I haven't signed, like, a guaranteed contract, and I'm not out there playing, like, 20 minutes yet. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. So now that's the next thing. To be an NBA guy, you got to have a, a, what do you you call a guaranteed contract and then play more minutes. For sure. Mm. And how does that look? What What are you feeling? I mean, you you you're in the practice uh, facility. You're on the court with these guys. You played against them. Uh, how are your chances? If you should rate yourself, I mean, I think my chances are high. Whether it's with the, like the Nuggets or any other team, I mean, I try to do as much as I can mm-hmm. outside of like being in the games. Um, I I think I showcase a lot. Like what I'm capable of is just. I won't say like it's politics, but it's it's more like like the guys that ha- are have guaranteed contracts and stuff like, and that been there for years and stuff that that they they trust them and believe in them more than they do them than they believe in me because I'm I'm new to the whole organization and everything. Uh huh. Uh huh. But what I like to really say is like only time will tell. Like uh, we we got I our fingers really crossed, man. Much, but, but. I can't really do much but uh keep working hard and and trying to prove myself. When uh, when I think back, I I did the morning news on uh on yeah, it was it was late November. No, late October. Uh and I was following the game. We actually had the game on uh against between Denver and Sacramento. And you got in at the end. Uh you played two I think close to three minutes in that game. But you got on the line free throws, two shots. Uh, missed the first one. What happened? Mm-hmm. What happened there? I mean, mentally, was that just another missed free throw, or was that were you actually standing there? I'm in the NBA now. I'm gonna score my first point. Or am I overthinking oh, no, this? I wasn't, I wasn't nervous at all. Like I was, I just felt so stiff because I wasn't expecting to get in. Uh huh. And I wasn't in. I wasn't loose or anything. I got to the line and missed the first one, but I never really like get too high or too low like I just like I'm about to make this one (laughs) if I would have missed the second one then it would have been okay with me too okay I mean I would have been pissed but it it wouldn't have been the end of the world but you made that second one Uh, was that the yeah I made it or uh, were you already there when you signed it I mean it felt good to score my first NBA basket but I I don't know it was (laughs) We were cheering for you, man. I mean, it was, it was big time. It, I, I think it was big yeah, time. Yeah, it was, for sure. But then uh, one game goes, and that, and that, this is the time when I start discussing, I, did you actually score your first points? I know you did because it's, I mean, it's in the stats. You got a point. But it was in that actual basket. Uh, and uh, we were kind of going back and forth on this. And then two games later against Utah, uh, you get your first real NBA basket. Was that different, or was that just another two points on the on the DAP account? It was another two points, honestly. Uh huh. Wow. 
man. I, I mean, I was jumping up and down. I'm telling you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, so how is it uh, in a game when you're standing there waiting to get in? You want to get in, uh, but what are you guys talking about on the sideline? How is uh, how is that whole mood? How is the guys that, that you're all fighting for that same amount of minutes or maybe for more minutes, but you're all in the same situation? You want to play good. You're on a great team. I mean, you guys are doing awesome this week. What, what are you guys talking about doing the game? During the game, we kind of just talk trash to everyone that's on the other team when they come <laughs> to the corner. <laughs> kind of funny. Like a lot of trash or just a little bit? Like a lot of trash. Huh. We should you have you mic'd up. Talking to. <laughs> to, uh, you talk yeah, to everybody? Yeah, definitely have his mic'd up. Yeah, we talk to everybody, but like in the beginning of a game, you don't talk trash to like LeBron and Westbrook and those guys. Because uh-huh. then they'll give you 50. <laughs> but if it's like If it's like a regular dude, we talk trash the whole game. And if we know we won towards the end of the game, then that's when you can talk trash to LeBron. So have you talked trash to LeBron, actually? I haven't to LeBron, but I have to Westbrook. And who else? Do you remember a line? Kyrie. I talked trash to Kyrie a little bit, but he was killing us. (laughs) I love it. Do you remember a line for Westbrook? What were you saying? Or just what, what, what do you guys tell him? You can't make this one, or you're gonna lose. No, or like, what, what's the word? Like, um, my my teammate Tori was like locking him up, and he blocked his shot one time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Get that shit out of here! Like, keep locking him up, Tori." And then um, Westwood looked to the sideline, and like Will Barton was standing right next to me, and Westwood was like, "Willie, you better tell him, like this ain't this ain't that. Like, I do this." And we just all start laughing, but I just talk trash randomly all the time, just because I have nothing else to do on the sideline. Who's the biggest trash talker on the team? Isaiah Thomas, <laughs> small guy, big mouth. Small guy, he got um, little man syndrome. <laughs> I love it. I saw, I saw him actually. Was it a tweet or was it Instagram? Uh, on your first game in the G League, and uh, and he got after you. He said he'd been on you, but uh, but he was happy for you. Uh, are you guys working out a lot? Do you have a special bond, or is is it just him? Yeah, being, being... Like, he's probably like the close. I'm closest to him. Mm-hmm. Kind of like all the rookies. Like he kind of like took us under his wing and kind of like showed us how stuff works. So he's been like a great like um, role model in in being in the NBA. Oh, that's awesome! How well, uh, no, he's just talking trash because we were playing three on three the other day when I was in Denver and his team won. He just he wouldn't stop talking after that. <laughs> I see. I'm gonna deal with him when I get back. Oh, there you go, there you go, there you go. But you, you, you they dropped you uh, for a little bit down to the G League. You're playing uh, with the Blue Coats now in Delaware. Um, you came down. How long? Did you practice with the team? Did you have a practice shoot around, or were you just they just put you on the roster? You dropped twenty eight points. How does that whole thing work? I had one. I had one practice, but it wasn't. It was just like to go through like the plays and stuff, just so I could have like an idea of what's going on. And then we flew to um, Ohio and played Canton Charge, and I, it felt kind of. I felt kind of like garbage in the first half. Like I was, I missed like six layups in the first half. Like mm-hmm. it was, I was, I was tripping, and then I, in the second half, I came out and like went crazy. In this fourth quarter, I think I had like 15 points. 
So how did that and make I you feel? Down, we were down 20 the whole game. Yeah, but how did that Going make you feel? I mean, 28 down. points, you 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 out there, you you were going down because maybe because of contract issues or at least contract considerations, uh, but still you're down there. Now you have to prove yourself, and you don't know these guys, but you still go out and and uh, and give uh, give your team 28 points. Yeah, I mean, I felt like a caged animal in Denver, mm-hmm. so I had to I had to do something. At least my first game, I had to show something, and I think I think that's why I felt. Like I wasn't doing good in the beginning because I came out like forcing it, and then once I like sat back and relaxed my mind at halftime, like I came out and played my game and did what I I do. So awesome, man, Devon and Kumpasel. I won't take any more of your time, uh, so I hope I can call you again one day and we can uh, we can talk more uh, about this NBA story. It's so great to hear, and I uh, I'm honestly happy for you that uh, that you made it to the NBA and being the first guy. Uh, to make it from Denmark to uh, to the NBA, so congratulations and uh, and thanks for uh, for this talk. Thank you, man. I appreciate you so much. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.